to the final terrifying episode of Cult Film Interview's Halloween Extravaganza. Tonight is about tradition, the rules that must be followed, the steps we must take to protect ourselves, and the consequences faced when we don't. Because we're talking about trick or treat. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hey guys, thanks for joining the cult. I am your host, Cody Everett. Thanks for joining us tonight. Uh, we are going to be talking about Trick or Treat, but before we do, head over to uh, iTunes, leave us a review. We'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. Also head over to our YouTube, subscribe there. All right, guys, we're talking about Trick or Treat tonight. It was directed by Michael Doherty, uh, came out in 2007, had a budget of $12 million, was filmed in the U.S. and Canada, and currently sits at a 82% on Rotten Tomatoes. If you don't know what this film's about, it's a movie that centers around four Halloween-related horror stories. One common element that ties the stories together is the presence of Sam, a mysterious child trick-or-treater who makes an appearance in all the stories whenever a character breaks Halloween traditions. As always, I am joined by Kyle Smith. Hey, how's it going? Chris Wilmbrecht. Hey, what's up? And Michael Salucio. Hey, everybody. This was Chris's pick. Chris, why'd you pick trick-or-treat? I picked trick-or-treat because we, we touched on a film from, you know, 1944 then we went to like an italian horror film and then we went up to the like what was that the early 90s for jason takes manhattan yeah and then now i wanted to go to trick or treat which is a film. film made in 2007 it's a little bit more recent but it definitely has a cult following i want to call bullshit on that right now yeah fuck you but what? Yeah, that's complete and total <laughs> bullshit your pick was Candyman, and it wasn't streaming anywhere no, and you not... and you panic picked except i didn't feel like the audience needed to know that so i didn't talk about it because <laughs> yeah. i'm going to pick it in the future so i don't need to say i was gonna pick but we've actually, done that a million times that's, that's actually that's thing. actually was not the bullshit i was gonna call out oh what were you no. gonna call my, out? my bullshit is that i don't think this is like really a cult film i think it's just like a horror film that just recently came out that people liked it has a cult following and we'll discuss it Okay, yeah. sure, we'll, we'll. So, uh, Trick or Treat was Chris Pick. Had anyone else seen this? Has anyone seen this film before? Uh, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> yeah, Kyle? Uh, yes, I have. When did you first see it? <laughs> uh, probably when it first started airing on, like, you know, cable networks, I guess. I never, I never actually, like, saw the movie when it came out or rented it or anything like that. I just, whenever it started getting syndicated. Okay. Chris, you have obviously seen it before? One time. Other than this. Okay, where'd you see it? I rented it. Um, I just kept hearing things about it and rented it. Okay. <laughs> Mike, had you seen this before? Yeah, it was on Netflix. Uh, yeah, it was on Netflix for a bit. For a while, for a while. It's not on there anymore. No. Yeah. So I had never seen this movie before. It was my first watch. Um, it was really? always Yeah, this was always one that was on my list where I was like, I need to see it because I've seen a lot of people like this film. It's like, I need to see this movie and just uh, never got around to it. I've seen the character around in like stores and people's posts and stuff like that of Sam, but never, you know, seen the film. So this is my first time watching it. What did you think? 
<laughs> Would you go on there? Go hey, there? You want to go right into the rating? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for joining us, everybody. You can find me at uh, Twitter. Oh no! Hold on. We got we got we got a new segment. Oh, it is? oh okay. I I'm do sorry. that first. I'm sorry. No, I um, no. In, in a nutshell, I was uh, I got something totally different than what I expected. Mm. Um, I knew it was an anthology, but I didn't really know like what it was an anthology about or how it intertwined or even any of the stories. So going into it just blind and kind of enjoying it for for what it is, it was definitely. Uh, Were you expecting like a creep show or some or something like? Yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, I was uh, expecting not like so well. Like I was expecting four separate stories that weren't like really that intertwined. You know what like I mean? Like four short films with like a bookend. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised with what I got. So hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I feel I feel like there's some people that maybe saw this movie once before, and I don't know. Like uh, Kyle, do you do you <laughs> do you feel like do you, do you feel like uh, when you first saw this movie, you had a higher opinion, or like well, I guess what I mean is like, did you come away from that not not say, liking the film, and then having to go back into it for a second time? I'll tell you this uh, about the first time I watched this film, like this is one of those movies that everybody, when it came out, everybody that like, I just heard, Oh, this movie's like so amazing. It's so fantastic. This main character. So it's like this, this, this character of Sam is just so, so blah, 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 blah. Cool. Amazing. And just, it's one of those movies where people just talked it up and up and up. And I like, purposely just kind of shied away from it. It was like, I'm not, I'm, I know I'm not going to watch this shit. Fuck that. And like, <clears throat> when I did watch it the first time, I mean, the feeling I had is kind of along the lines of the feeling I had the second, the second go around. Mm. It's kind of like, I mean, I don't want to get into. Yeah, I know. We'll I don't want to get into ratings, but like you know, let's 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 let's. Oh, a little discuss- cliffhanger! I like it, Chris. I like where you're thinking. Uh, so let's let's get into the discussion of the film, and then we can come. We can circle back. I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, one of the things I want to talk about um, that we can get out of the way real quick here is the director. Um, he is Michael Doherty. Uh, he is. Uh, I I think he's. In my opinion, I would say he's kind of an up and coming uh, genre director. What 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 has what, what has he done, Cody? <laughs> yeah, I would. Hold on, I got it right here. Thank you. My, uh, oh, my Cody's right shuffling here. through his fucking legal pad. <laughs> his fucking legal yellow. He's got there. No, so this is his, this is his first film. This is his directorial debut. Debut as as a director. He wrote it and directed this film. Mm. Uh, it was produced by Michael. Uh, Michael. It was produced by Brian Singer, who who did X Men. I no, I, I directed. I produced this film. Oh. Yeah, it was Mike. Me. Mike produced it. I Michael Salustio. Yeah, you. thank you. Uh, where they worked together on X Men films. Uh, he worked on as a writer. He worked on X Men Two. Um, and he's also worked. He worked on uh, as a writer on Urban Legends, Bloody Mary. Oh, okay. Yeah. One, right. of the, one of the good ones. Right. What's that? <laughs> not bad. I legit. Yeah. I'm like, what's that? Super. Yeah. Super. That a sequel? Don't worry about it. <laughs> Is that a sequel? Yeah, it's like like the fourth. <laughs> They no, made more two. than I two. Think it's two. I is think it? It's, yeah, I think okay. it is two. Wow. Uh, Superman Returns. Who's a writer on that? And X Men Apocalypse. And I want to talk. I want to say something. Uh, wasn't a fan of X Men Apocalypse. No, not at all. Me either. But I am going to say that I actually I am one of the few people I think along with your brother who and, actually and loves, myself. Oh, you like that one too? What Superman loves Returns? Superman Returns. I love Superman I thought, Returns. I, I think it's a, great a brilliantly movie. written uh, uh, Superman tale. I understand that the reason why people didn't like it was there wasn't enough action. I would agree with that. 
for the most part. But How much action is really in like the old school Superman I mean, he, movies? He, though. he, he fight the biggest thing he fights is a fucking plane. I get that, right? right? But I gotta say that I uh, I think Superman Returns is a fantastically written I, film. I love that film. I agree as well. Yeah. So he was he was the writer of that. Now he also direct. Uh, wrote and produced Krampus. Wow. So so yeah. is he is that going up or down? I can't tell. What's Krampus that? is a good film. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck y'all. Christmas is coming, Kyle. And, oh. and so is Krampus, apparently. His his upcoming movie is Godzilla King of the Monsters. Which I'm super excited about, right? Yeah. Because I like the I like the last Godzilla film. I thought that was a pretty solid film. I liked mm-hmm. King Kong as well. I thought right, that was right. solid. And this one, uh, you know Mothra's coming because I've seen the poster. Mothra and, there's just and a King, big, G- King Ghidorah. And... From his, uh, from his, his uh, what's this called here? What do they call that? Humble Beginnings. No, no, no. Like his list. Of... This is not Humble Beginnings. He's, he, yeah. he, he wrote on stuff before this. It was for, well for his list of For his list of films, I mean, I think it's pretty apparent that he is a genre director as far as what... What? Why? Yeah. What? 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 He's got horror in here. He's, he's got yeah. action comic books. Yeah. The, he has. Okay. Yeah. It's like comic books. It's horror and it's. Um, yeah, but when you say genre director, you talk about somebody like John Carpenter who yeah. stays in his genre the whole time. I feel like he is. his whole career. He is. Godzilla is not. It's, it's yeah. A, Godzilla is a monster movie. Bat- that's, that's Superman Returns a, is a comic book movie. Yeah. It's X-Men all. It's is a, a, a lot of the stuff is very pop culture. That's well, not a thing. That's not, yeah. Pop culture is not a genre. <laughs> A genre Bob is just something that's popular. Like James Wan is more of a genre director, but even he's gone out of the. I mean, he's, hor- he's horror, and he's pretty he's, much horror, and he's in, in cars. Well, you got in cars, cars. <laughs> cars and horror is what James Wan knows. <laughs> it's all it's all horror. It's all horror and fucking comic books. Comic books. That's it. That's all he yeah. does. That's his specialty. Well, I mean, like, and look, Godzilla. I mean. He he, he kind of fits into the the, the genre. He's also he's also uh, obviously works very closely with Brian Singer. And I was uh, comic book films. Also, somebody mm-hmm. who has well, even, is not again. You know, even Trick or Treat has comic book elements to it. It, it, it was it not a comic book? I believe it was it not one. No, it's a it's a character. Well, he he made a, a sh- I believe it was like a short short film, film? Yeah. called Seasons Greetings with, with this character, and that's where it comes from. So this is not an actual nope. comic book. It was an animated film, though, wasn't it? I believe so. The short was an animated film. So okay, okay, so okay. Well, we'll talk about that in a second because now I have qualms. So <laughs> qualms, Look, qualms he, have been you uh, have tell, been with me. You can tell this was like a story he had been wanting to tell for yes. a long time. Like this was what he started with. You know, Seasons Greetings was his first thing, which is what Sam appeared in. He'd probably been brewing over this idea over, you know, X-Men 2, Bloody Mary, Superman Returns, and then he finally got to to make Trick or Treat in two thousand and seven. Okay. And so and then even after that he did like Trick or Treat making friends short film like he he carries this on trick-or-treat 2 was announced it looks like so i mean he's probably coming back for that i bet you this is like his baby his brainchild that's fine no yeah that's fine i just i i, I just i just i i argued the 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 classified as a genre director yeah but yeah. you know what that's fine we don't always have to agree it's okay. No, I mean, there's right and wrong, and you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, saying that he does work with Brian Singer, did, did, did anyone notice like a lot of similarities between their their style of filmmaking? Uh, I wouldn't say like a lot of similarities, so to speak, but I mean, I, I, I definitely recognize some of the actors in this film as being, yeah. you know... Singer alumni? Yes. Singer alumni, yes. That's a good one. Yeah. 
Well, because he's and he's also previously worked with them on those other films like the X Men and right, right stuff like that. So, but hey, let's take a break, and then when we come back, we'll talk more about Trick or Treat. You must really like Halloween. You mean Samhain? What? Samhain, also known as All Hallows Eve, also known as Halloween. Predating Christianity, the Celtic holiday was celebrated on the one night between autumn and winter when the barrier between the living and the dead was thinnest and often involved rituals that included human sacrifice. I like your eye patch. All right, guys, we are back and we are talking about Trick or Treat. It came out in 2007. This is Chris's pick. Um, it opens with uh, Emma and Henry. They uh, are coming back from the Halloween festival. Uh, Emma is not a fan of Halloween. No, not at all. Which means she cannot be trusted. She's Yeah, she's a real stick in the mud. Yeah, you know? <laughs> the only thing stick- that... Sorry. Go yeah, ahead. no. I was gonna say, the only thing that almost saved them as a couple for me because I was like, I didn't like her, which you're not supposed to, but because she hates Halloween. Um, but <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. They still have a VHS player. They might be all right. Yeah, I go, go put the tape. <laughs> they have, yeah, That's they have a VCR. Actually, yeah. VCR. But apparently, it was that. only to view uh, porn. Yeah, yeah. porn VHS. Is, is it, Can't get that on thing. the internet right no, now. No, no. 2007. There's couldn't no get on the computer. Internet. Yeah, dude, you're talking 2007, man. Like, it's so weird because the way she describes her uh, boyfriend, husband, whatever, whatever the fuck he was. Yeah, I'm assuming um, husband. Yeah, you're gonna go upstairs and play video games and get on the, the old Facebook and and and, <laughs> and you know watch some eight. You listen to some eight track and yeah, like I don't understand where the v, the VHS situation came from. Because uh, he went, he's like, I want to go upstairs and put on the tape to like basically do it. Yeah, she wasn't having any of it because she wanted to clean up the Halloween <laughs> decorations because she was over the holiday. That's and the her lamest mom was thing I've ever yeah. heard in my life. Who the fuck cleans up decorations on the night of yeah. the celebration? I'll, Someone, tell you, I'll tell you, an old stick in the mud. I yeah. would divorce her immediately. When did this film come out? 2007 <laughs> is when it was complete. Dude, I will say VHS is dead at this I, point. I, I, who, uh, who the fuck has a VHS I, porn? I do want to. I do want to praise this though. This opening scene because we can get into more of it in the movie. But in terms of like character writing and stuff and development, mm-hmm. like I definitely loved these characters because I thought they were believable and I really felt bad for the guy because I'm just like, oh man, he looks so fucking sad. Yeah, he did. He, he looks so bad. He made face. me fucking feel sad. I was like, God damn it. Good job, cause man. Because his, his wife was being so rude. About yeah, I know. And he's you know, like, but, I'm way into this shit and you're not even trying to be into wait, this but shit. But also wait, wait. I was like, how could one person be so into it and the other person be so not into it? Opposite like, to That just doesn't make sense. Like, she'd let him put all this shit up and then immediately tear it down as soon as she possibly could. How long do you think this couple had been married for? Maybe a couple of years. Okay. This is the first fucking Halloween where no. it's like uh, no, look it, at no, all those decorations. No, it's just it, it's 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 a fight that gets that gets boxed up with all the other yeah. Halloween decorations and it comes around I'm once sorry, a year. I'm sorry. This is just this is just not a this is not a relationship killer to me, you know? No one says it's a relationship killer. killer. You guys got to put the tape on. That puts the fire yeah. back in it. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, just saying. I love the I love the interaction between the two of them because it felt a little believable and it, it tugged at my. But, but here's the thing. I also didn't. I didn't. I didn't ha- feel like he was a super Halloween lover. Yeah, I didn't buy he it. He just wanted to get laid that night. Oh, Which, really? Let's be honest. I, I read it all over his face. Day. That's Valentine's Day. That's not Halloween. 
I don't know. It's I feel like it's both. Some about his Could character <laughs> didn't really scream like Halloween nut. Yeah, like <laughs> really, You're just like oh, you don't. Like, you didn't see his house. You don't like I Luminaries. Did. So you think it, you think his wife <laughs> begrudgingly fucking put up all of those decorations? Yeah, just uh, for the sake of it. I'm just gonna say miscast. That's all I'm gonna say. I, I I'm gonna say yeah. by by his performance and his and his facial expressions, I got I think what the what the message was supposed to be was that this guy was way into Halloween. He was all about making sure you follow the right tradition. You know, like like th- there is something pure about his love about Halloween that maybe it wasn't fully conveyed through through dialogue, but I thought through his personality, I definitely got that. I, I want to say that that's not a rule that I've ever heard in Halloween. Was that the, the, w- it was a luminary, right? Like that she was putting the light Jack- out on. Jack- no, no, there was not the jack o' lantern that did. It wasn't it, a jack o' lantern. Part of it was the jack o' lantern. Uh, part of it was that she was taking down the decorations before but like Halloween lights, was over. Though, like, no, Wait, his, his, thing, his, thing, his, his thing was that she went to put out the jack o' lantern, and he said, "That's bad luck. You're not supposed to put yes. the jack o' lantern." I've out. never, I've never heard that before. That's Ever. fine. That's fine. You didn't grow up in small town. Yeah. Were you even allowed to have jack o' lanterns when you were a kid? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was. I wasn't ex- at all. At all. We were. We were anti squash. <laughs> <laughs> the family took a real strong stance on squash well, no, for some reason. So. I mean, it, it, they made it clear that if you blow it out before the end of the night, yeah, you're you, not, you break the rules. You. That was the that was like the yeah. most obvious thing that she did that was wrong, right? I think so. But you're not really aware. They they make you aware of the rules at this point in the film, but you're not 100 percent aware of what all the rules are or why it's important. Yeah, or, yeah, it. or why yeah why it's For important because you're, you're literally watching the end of the film. But but I feel like there, there there are some things they do really well that we know at in at Halloween are are standbys that like we 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 hold fast to right like. Check your candy. Check your candy. You know, you make sure you're giving out candy for kids. You're going to get your egg, your your house mm-hmm. egged if you don't do that. Um, you know, put up some fucking decorations. Like some, be mm-hmm. fine. And if you're not going to do Halloween that year, make sure all your lights are off. Like, those are things that, like, those are, I feel like, are the three solid rules for Halloween. Right. right? Like, don't turn your lights on if you're not giving out candy. Mm-hmm. Uh, make sure you give out good candy. Like, don't put, you know. Razor you know, blades in the Snicker bar. That's a little dark. That's a little dark. I was That's thinking more like Kashi goes. bars, but fuck you. Okay, all right. Kashi bars. He's giving out Kashi. Kashi Golin bars. <laughs> I would I'd be fucking. <laughs> I would. I would. I, oh my god! I don't even know how I would react to that as a kid. I just got furious thinking about it. <laughs> but I mean, like that. I would be so pissed. But everybody knows that. Like, there's like that that one. Uh, the, the old. Uh, what is it called? Like the. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You you dug a hole. What do you get? How are you gonna get out, Mike? <laughs> Your mission, if you choose Anyways, to accept. I, like actually, the person that gives out apples and fucking nutritious shit. Yeah, yeah. There's as the person to be like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to be into like like the candy situation. Right. Um, like that's the rule. Along with well, uh, this, this film establishes all, kind of its own it rules its and own, things that you yeah. could that could exist. Yeah. Like, well, keep in mind, like, come on, like we're we haven't experienced everybody's fucking Halloween life. Like, there are different traditions all across even the country. I'm sure different people have different beliefs of different traditions as well. So it's not too far fetched that blowing out a jack o' lantern might not be. A tradition know, somewhere, but I get what you're saying in terms of the well, mass no. known ones. He at least hits on those. You, I'll give you a uh, pure example here. I am from the state of Missouri. There during Halloween, there's a very popular song that I remember being played on the radio as I was a kid all the time called Pumpkinhead Harvey. 
Had, was it played here? Did anyone hear hear that? I group never here? heard it. I never heard it. I yeah. I heard Pumpkinhead Harvey when I first came to Arizona. Yes, I've never heard. I've it never here. heard it out here uh, at the, all. The, my... the, it was from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's that's what I'm saying. There there can be, and I agree right. with that. Yeah. This movie definitely is is I think set out to set a figurehead for the um, holiday of Halloween, like a Santa Claus as, as you will for Christmas. I feel like they're trying to set up Sam as the character for that for the character of Halloween. Right. Right. Uh, and so he yeah. comes with his own set of rules that I uh, like I agree with Chris is it can be realistically perceived as rules that you should follow on Halloween. Right. Right. Like it's starting that tradition if you didn't know it. Like I I I feel like this film was kind of made for a little bit of a younger demographic. Um and part and 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 part of going into that is that he wanted to create the rules of Halloween. Yeah. Maybe these didn't exist or maybe they're takes on certain things that already did exist, but he's like, I'm going to set it for whatever this generation is, what the rules are and create this character to be like that Santa See, Claus. I would, I, would, I would, I would agree with you normally if it wasn't the fact that they had a hardcore VHS porn being shown at the beginning <laughs> of this film. I mean, that was a lot. They didn't show like penetration or anything. Oh no, but it was it was a girl riding a dick like it was a fucking Bronco. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Chris is saying like eight year olds. I think he's saying like the kids like thirteen year olds. The kids that are portrayed in this film, I oh, think that's oh, what you he's weren't saying. saying that he was trying to because, make no. a film for children. That would be Ernest Scared Stupid. Yeah, that yeah. would definitely yeah. be Ernest but Scared Stupid. This is yeah. this what is trigger. This is for the kid the preteens and the gotcha. teenagers. And gotcha. and you can and, and there's a scene that specifically caters to this and uh, we can get into it when we talk about one the of the stories. questions yeah. that I had it, it, for this film is does this film and this is this is individual question here does this film capture the spirit of Halloween? Who do you want to start with? Uh, let's start with you, Mike. Uh, yes, I think a hundred percent, absolutely. What about you, Chris? Yeah, I do. Kyle? Yes. So and I agree. <laughs> yeah. No, and I agree, and I think that is also why, uh, and I think he's the director said it that Sam, the 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 main villain, is a uh, child, is because it, oh. and that's, and I think that's where you're getting the vibe of a for like a younger audience because this film reminded me of everything like spooky and scary that you could think of as Halloween in that like time of my life where I was probably from ten years old to. I'll go as far as 15. Yeah. Well, yeah. What I'll, made you excited about Halloween when right. you were young? Yeah. And also, I, I mean, that. the ages do span. I mean, you get, you get everything from little kids to, you know, adults like in this film. Yeah. So, so really there's a story for most, but like, I think what I meant by playing to a younger audience is they don't ever take it that far. No, no, they don't. But, um, as far as violence, you mean, or yeah, as yeah. far as on-screen violence? Yes, no, I agree. The Concepts, way. yeah, there's some dark shit in here for sure. Okay, I'm sorry, I, I I was half in that conversation, half not in that conversation, but I wanted to circle back to the jack o' lantern thing because I did some I did some folklore research. Okay, according to old English folk belief, you will invite bad luck into your home if you will allow a fire to burn out on Halloween. All right. Well, I'm wrong. And to remedy the situation, fun fact: the fire must be rekindled by a lighted sod brought 
from the home of a priest. No, that's where I get mine. Wow, that's where I get there most of no my. I, didn't, I didn't know you could get lot, uh, 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 that's where I get lighted most. sod from anywhere else. That's where, so. I get, that's where I get most of mine. I, is from I, my I, I agree that that is the one uh, Halloween uh, tradition that I always follow. I always go to the church, get the priest to come by with a. Well, lighted... I have to go to his house. Let's like, oh. go over the priest's house. Oh, okay. Specifically, sod from the priest's well, house. I'm surprised I haven't been murdered by a small uh, pumpkin child then. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's weird because I don't do that every year. Mm. I also think this plays into the the film a lot and uh, the feeling also. Because I who do you think is the main character of this film, Kyle? What? What? Do you think there's the main character? I think there is a main character to this film. You think there's a main character? Yeah. I mean, there's a character that exists that interconnects all the stories, which is the character of Sam. Okay. Yeah. But. Okay. Like, think big. Like any other antho. Is is your answer going to be Halloween or You're something right. stupid is like that? Is, You're damn is, right it is. is it the Great Pumpkin? No, it's Halloween. I oh think Halloween God. is the main character in this film. That's like saying like Christmas is the main character in uh, the Christmas Grinch. story, A Miracle at Thirty Fourth. Well, because like this, is, it's all about the. No, that was love. <laughs> all right, it's belief. All right. To me, this small movie, child's love of Santa Claus. To me, this is like, uh, like the same thing. The uh, the love of Halloween. Like this movie celebrates the love of Halloween. Look, like, like, like we're not we're Does not contesting it? the fact that this is not a seasonal. I'm just saying this is like what the, the, they set up as far as like characters, and I feel like overall tone. Oh, the main even focus. In just this yeah. opening scene. The main focus of the film. Is obviously Halloween yep. and anything that could possibly happen on Halloween. I don't know that I would say it's the main I mean, character. That's, that's the main like setting and it's, location. It's, it's, the, it's the concept of the film. The name of the film is called Fucking Trick like, or Treat. Lo- you lo- might as well call it like Happy Thanksgiving for fucking Christ's sakes. <laughs> I mean, like you know what you're in for. <laughs> <laughs> you're either carving a turkey or carving a body. Yeah, one, 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 one of the two. One of the two. So that leads us to our uh, next story, which is the principal. Okay. Uh, which is who? Uh, uh, what's his name? The actor? Is it uh, Dylan Baker? Dylan Baker? Yeah, the principal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It brings us to Dylan Baker, who I fucking absolutely love in this movie. Yeah, he's fantastic. He's a good, just like character in yeah. general. Like his voice, his inflection, like how he talks, his mannerisms. I, I thought he was. Well, well casted, and he catches uh, he catches basically catches Charlie, who's a, a student at the school he goes to, uh, smashing pumpkins, and then in, instead of taking one piece of candy, uh, taking all the candy when he only has to take one, and kind of sits him down and gives him the speech, and then kills him with cyanide in a candy bar, which brings us. Is that what that was? Yeah, like did he say that? I, it's, it's poison. It's poison. We're just well. Say let's cyanide. be honest. Uh, the word "kill" is is incorrect. Yeah, he doesn't. Kid does not die. He's just poisoned. Yeah. No, that and barfing his brains out. Nope, he is dead. The kid that's in the grave is the first person that he, the first person that he murdered. It's a different costume. That's it's wearing, true. It's the kid in the grave was wearing yep. a clown costume. Yep. We just Ooh. never saw that. Yep. Wait, whoa, there's whoa, two whoa, bodies. Whoa, yeah, whoa, if you look whoa, at the kid whoa. in the grave, he he's fucking with the kid's arm the whole time. He's got a, a clown, clown costume. Yep. It's like well, it's it, a sleeve of a wait, clown. That would make sense because the fat. Uh, the the kid's head is is in is right. in the basement, yeah, basement with the other kid yeah, right right so so there's another kid that he killed yes right previously that isn't dead right that he it must have happened that night I mean he was still alive yeah. right well, like, I gotta say well, that he had a costume on so it had to have happened yeah that it had night. to be can I say it's a little confusing then it is it was it was and I <clears throat> the the point that I got most confused was when it did the close shot of his foot 
like holding down an arm and it had a costume on. I'm just like, wait a minute, that kid didn't have a fucking costume on at all. Like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I I don't know. I I think they're trying to make it seem more dark. Like, oh, this he's killed more than one, but it just came off as confusing to me. I got it. I saw two bodies in there. I saw the first body when he rolled the the body into it, so I knew okay, there's two bodies in there. And then when I saw the clown hand, I was like, okay, that's so a different kid. Whose head was he kicking in while he was talking? That's you don't know. You don't. You're not privy you to that information. You, you don't know. See, yeah. they leave a lot to. They do leave. One thing I'll say about this movie is they leave a lot to the imagination. Like they don't. They don't show you up in your face like a ton of shit. It's like very creative cutting and editing. Yeah, like the plot. They leave that up to the imagination. <laughs> What do you mean? I want to. I want to I wanna investigate the what. 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 That. We're going through it right now. I mean, li- listen. Fi- we're all trying to figure the fuck out how this happened. I mean, you're looking at it, Chris. No, this Chris, is a. This is I just a, a detail. Dire- I want a direct response to, to what Chris said, though. Like Chris, you kind of looked at it as like, oh, it's it kind of sparked your imagination and kept the mystery going after the film. But like to me, like it didn't do that at all. I was just kind of left sitting there, like, okay, like is that it? That's all that happens. Like what? Like I wasn't like intrigued to learn more. Like about, like you just said. Like whose head is that? We don't know. It leaves here. You said this movie does a lot to like le- let let your imagination fill in the blanks or fill in the rest of the story along the way. And I feel like it is more of a victim of maybe bad editing or bad bad writing than anything else. I don't think so. As far as. Like it doesn't really play a point to the character, except for that he has obviously killed more than one person. That's that all night. you need to know. You That's don't all need you to know need to anything know. else more than that. Yeah. Like there's well, no reason to plus dig deeper into the, that. The chocolate bl- blood puke was amazing. Yeah, it just kept going. It's like the Energizer Bunny. It just kept going and going and they going. They really doubled down on that. Oh my god, dude! I was laughing so hard when he had like dragging him inside and he's just like puking like on his shirt, shirt <laughs> and he's like no, ah, ah, like uh, I, dude, that made me but, laugh so hard. Wait. Then I have to disagree with both of you. Who's both? Uh, Cody and Chris. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm I'm with you, Kyle. There you go. Okay. Here's the thing. Let uh, the hate flow you through you. Yeah. Thank. <laughs> I will. Um. I don't. I don't necessarily need to have an entire backstory or some kind of fucking flashback that explains why this guy is murdering all these people, right? But can I at least get some fucking continuity, please? Like, quite honestly. He's killing kids, he's poisoning them, but he's not very good at it, apparently. Uh, maybe he decapitates them for his younger kid, who I guess he's grooming to be a murderer. Yeah, because like, I his, guess? like his father did before him. His, his, his dad taught... Oh, he, was his father a vampire, too? Because that's an interesting factor into this. He loves killing kids. Why did you know that his father, where did that come up? He, yeah. brings, he brings it up in telling Charlie the traditions of Halloween. Yeah, he does. He 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 mentions the grandfather. Right, but yeah. but what I'm saying is like his his murder spree is so sporadic and weird and out there mm-hmm. in terms of like the way he's killing people and the style that he's killing people. There's not like really like a connection to that. He just comes off as a dude that likes killing shit. Well, not like that he has a theme or a weird his theme. Yeah. Is, his theme is the traditions of Halloween and the, the people that don't follow those rules. What, That's his theme. What, yes. did, what, what did the girl that he uh, 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 bit in the middle of the weird Mardi Gras situation? What'd she do wrong? Um, I don't know. Exactly. Because it's not one like they didn't do anything wrong. The werewolf girl didn't do anything wrong. 
What is she, what is she doing? Walking alone at night? That's not a weird thing to do at fucking Halloween. That's not breaking a Halloween tradition either. Yeah, like, this guy didn't... I agree with you. Yeah, the kid was smashing pumpkins and stealing candy. Like, that is a theme that actually, and we'll talk about this, permeates the entire, like, area of this film, right? Yeah. But this guy, like, his, like, weird serial killer mentality, mm-hmm. like, has no real connection. I have an answer. Oh, please, please elucidate. And, and this, please. Is, this, is just, this is just a fan theory, but I'm going just off of what I've learned from the character in the movie. Okay. Right? So he was taught these traditions, obviously, by his father, and this is a tradition that's been passed down from, from year to year to year and generation. Uh, my guess is that this is like the fucking purge. Halloween is like the purge for, for this family. And they just murder on Halloween and bury him in the backyard and plant I mean- a tree. I mean, I have to agree to you to some extent because how is he a fucking principal and no one's cu- catching on to this, right? Right. Unless he's only doing this so rarely that no one is no no one's uh, uh, suspicions are sparked. Well, right? I, well, I and think, it does. I, I think the, the the thing too that kind of is an element in this stuff too is the the character of Sam itself because if I'm to understand the character, it's obviously some sort of spiritual godlike character that does affect whatever town it's visiting that particular year no, to de- enforce these de- rules. I, uh, can I say I did, did did not get this theme at all cuz that would explain the bo- the bodies coming up fucking werewolves. No no like- <laughs> I, I, no no that that's not at all. I actually am going to blame this film for being a, a a subject of like sheer coincidence. Like so like I would say the yeah. way I read this was like Okay, so in a mile radius, there is a situation where uh, there is a werewolf coven of women. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some weird fucking pumpkin kid that kills things. Uh, a few years ago, or a few decades ago, there were a bunch of kids that died in a uh, school bus crash who also murdered people, and we also have a serial killer there. Mm-hmm. Like, it is a very Amer- like American Horror Story kind of situation, right? Like I get that, like but that, like murder and what, shit happens, but this happens in such a concentrated area. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, what is like, causing those events in such a concentrated area? What ties all the stories together? Pumpkin, pumpkin, pumpkin head. Sam. No, Sam was not there when the when the when the when the uh, uh, school bus crashed. No, yeah, he wasn't. They, they drove past him. No, he wasn't. But the they year they drove past him. They drove past him. He was standing there on the side, staring at them as they drove by. So this pumpkin head kid is. But what, what it was a thousand the, years old, probably. So what about the werewolf people? <laughs> he was he was there while they were feeding. Yeah, but like he, he didn't it cause just, them to be there. No, and he only he only that was the that was the scene that felt I'm the saying, most out of place because it just felt like he was just there so that continuity can happen his, at that place. His his supernatural abilities on Halloween draw other supernatural abilities, like the kids coming out of the the the, the quarry. Like that stuff happening, coming, you know, like his, that's part of his thing. When he shows up to your town on Halloween night, like that's spooky shit is happening because he's there. I see. I don't agree with that. See, that's what I I, think. I don't think that he's bringing any kind of more like depravity to the town than what already existed in the town. I think he's just there to oversee those then, things. He's sort of like I, I kind of I agree. I agree with Chris that he was just a spectator. Yeah, he was yeah. there. He's there to make sure that these. Traditions are being held up on Halloween. Like he's there to make yes. sure the werewolf tradition is being held up on Halloween. He's there to make sure, you know, basically, what do they explain it? Like the veil between the well, living the and the dead is thinner, and right. he's there to like basically monitor to make sure it's happening as it should. Mm-hmm. 
I, I agree with that. The um the werewolf thing is is costumes always the tradition is costumes in that in that story. Um, what do you mean costume? It's the tradition that they they bring up always wearing a costume. Why can't she doesn't want to wear the costume? You have to. It's tradition, right? Like that's that's that story. I took it as the reason it was the little red riding hood costume. Yeah, I mean there was that too. Yeah. There was that too. That it was but, some weird like theme but, shit. But it's also that's one of the traditions is wearing a costume. Okay. That's no, no, one of the rules. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, let's just talk about the, the whole film deals with breaking rules. If you break right. Halloween rules, you die. Right. right? Yes. I mean that's the theme. Yeah. Okay. What just to kind of go back real quick though Please. to to what you were saying, um why if if Sam does not have some cause of of these events happening, why did at least none of these events happen sooner? As far as the kids in the quarry, like coming out and 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 how do we know that gig? hasn't happened before? Yeah, right. Well, because uh, the fucking what's his fuck is still alive. Krieg, Krieg is still alive. Yes, Krieg is the bus driver. Yeah, but. <clears throat> also, spoiler alert. Also, <laughs> also, um, at the beginning of his of his scenes, he's burning a bunch of old photographs, oh, and that's he basically has a box that I don't know if he, if it's the first time he's ever looked at, but he's fucking burning it. So I don't know if it's maybe just because he's finally like I don't know reliving the moment or or, or, or giving them power well, again. I mean, you can make that argument. Well, in that case, then why isn't that the catalyst? Now, you, now it leads me to believe that that's the catalyst for all the fucking horror that happens. Well, yeah, what is the bus? Well, I'm think I, I I'm saying that Sam brings out these supernatural elements in this town of the bad things that may have happened. Now I can't I don't, you, you I don't can't think, explain the I, werewolf thing. I don't like, think that because the even the werewolf thing isn't they're not even from that hold town. On. I can guarantee you this is not the case because the serial killer. You, did anybody get the impression that this is the first time he's ever done it? No, but he didn't break any traditions. What do you mean he didn't break any traditions? The, ser- the principal breaks no traditions. He wears a costume. He leaves the pumpkin lit. Yep, and he gives he, candy. He, he, he gives, gives candy. treats. Yep. What, what? So then, why does he die? He dies because he bit the wrong fucking person. Yeah, he bit well, a fucking as, werewolf. Then that automatically now that breaks the rules. What broke the rule? He shouldn't have died. He shouldn't have died. It, Sam does not protect people. He doesn't protect. He does not protect. Then why does he even give it? Give a shit to even be there? He doesn't. He, he doesn't protect people. He just punishes people yeah, who he, don't he, follow the yeah, rules. Exactly. But he didn't punish the fat kid that 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 fucking was punching thing. The the fucking serial killer did. He got to him first. Oh come uh, on, dude! Now you're just like you're digging, man. You're yeah, digging. not digging at all. Yeah, you no, are. No, listen. I I understand that we're, we're we're the theme of the movie is if you break Halloween rules, you, yes. you generally die, right? In okay. some way, in some, in way, some way, shape, or form. Right, in some way, shape, or form. What I'm saying is I don't think that this kid is the catalyst for all this shit happening. I don't think he's the person that's creating the themes and the plot. Like, I don't think he's driving the plot. I don't think he's, no, I don't think he's driving the plot either. I'm just saying he is the cause for these supernatural events. I definitely Otherwise, don't think so because I think he's- Why well, are the kids not fucking, again, climbing out of the quarry at any time? Why, like, you know what I mean? Like, but these were- why are werewolves but, not fucking but the were- the, the werewolf- ha- eating people every night? The werewolves- well, like, this has happened before. Yeah, the, the, were- the werewolves aren't even from the town. They specifically said that. They're from out of town. So they're drawn to the- Oh my God. Energy- <laughs> <laughs> why were they, why why did they, of the why, character? Why did they exist in any other town? Then was this kid just like walking between towns? Yeah, no. Sam, Sam, from what I've read, the with Sam is he changes. He does change towns from year to year. What do you mean you read it? 
Reddit. Like, Reddit where? Wikipedia, of course. <laughs> okay, well then that doesn't count because then that, that if that's the case <laughs> and this film is trying to communicate this to us, then obviously did not do a very good job if I had to Wikipedia this shit to figure out that this Sam kid is the catalyst for every weird supernatural killing that's ever happened in the world. That's a good point. It's not every weird supernatural. It's just that that town, that specific town on Halloween night. But why this town? Because <laughs> it's why it's, this town over any other town? It's random. Is Sam from the town? Is he a kid that was slaughtered? No. By by, cr- like a pumpkin knife, no. and that's why he's he a is, pumpkin now. Is, I don't know. No, why. that's what I'm saying. Like he is a he's like an immortal. He's immortal. We know that, right? He is a spirit of Halloween. No, listen, Freddy. Freddy is a demon from yeah. Elm Street because he did some shit on Elm Street. He doesn't go to other places because he's from Elm Street, right? Like, he's just a demon right. of Jason, that area. But Santa Claus, can't, right. can't but Santa, Claus, Santa Claus travels the world in a night. Right, but this kid is not like this This weird But I think that's Sam what he's kid. supposed to be, is like the representation of the holiday. Where do you get that holiday. from, though? But, like, where in the film did, you, did, did it give you that impression? He's, he's holding people to traditions... Right, so Santa has a whole bunch of traditions. You give him cookies. He's always watching. Yeah, but you. Santa doesn't punish you if you don't fucking put cookies out. Well, if you're bad, he does. You get coal. You don't get presents. Yeah, but that, that that's that that's that's a completely separate tradition. There's a tradition of bad. This kids is a get pagan coal. holiday. That's a Christian holiday. I understand. There's differences. Actually, they're both pagan <laughs> holidays. God damn it! Do your research. All I'm saying is that there's not. In, in, let, let let's get. Beyond this whole thing of okay, look, this yeah, film, we'll move on right after this point. So go ahead. This film is trying to obviously create a theme of if you break Halloween rules, yes, you generally get punished. Although I will say that also the kids like die in the gully, like didn't really break. Is, yes, they is, did. What creating a trick? That's actually exactly what you're supposed to fucking do. Every on one of those kids blew out of the jack o' lantern when they were down in the quarry. They didn't. How do you, they didn't blow them out? Yes, they did. They're, they're all lit as the kids are coming down. As, as Rhonda and the other kid are coming down on the elevator, they're all lit and they're playing the joke on her. And then all three of their their lanterns go out. But wait, and what? then the other one kicks a lantern into the, the water uh, into the water and puts. Oh, the okay. Out. So, but like creating an actual trick, which is like a big fucking part of Halloween. Right. Like, does that like not that like, cancel that shit out? <laughs> uh, <laughs> apparently not, because Rhonda played the trick on them. What did you, wait, she didn't even have a fucking jack lantern. Why did she go to fucking? No, she she had several surrounding her when she goes up in the elevator. Not to mention she was like the jack lantern yeah. queen. Like, look at her house. Holy shit, dude! I had a question. That's the one confusion point I do have with this film is uh, when <laughs> just the whole the film was a fucking confusion when Creek point. when Creek <laughs> comes out of his house uh, when uh, Sam is in his house and his house is 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 decorated just like hers. I'm yeah. pretty sure it's the same front I'm, of the I'm house. I'm almost positive it's the exact same shot and same yeah. house. Yeah, and I'm and like, I wait, did she live there? there might be some there? kind of connection there, but... There was not. That but, was the one like, thing I was like... Like other things this, in this movie, no connection. No, I, they didn't look that much the same. Hold on. It, are you kidding me? It looked exactly the no, same. No, hers had way more pumpkins outside. No. no, did you not see his house after he went outside? It was completely, completely covered, covered with pumpkins hanging from trees. And, and, hang, his... and hanging in like a bird feeder, just like right. hers. And... For some reason, I didn't... It, I never thought, oh, that must be that other house. So so why I did, got what you got. So I got what, what you throwing down, Cody. Why does Brian Cox die at the end of this film? Because he's the bus driver. The kids come back and kill him. Okay, so, but if the theme is if you break Halloween traditions, you die. Right. He's the one guy that literally, like, redeems himself I don't by think, giving a fucking candy bar. It was a happy accident. I don't think that, I don't think you can <laughs> just, yeah, you can just bullshit. package this up into one 
specific yes. thing. Like, oh, just because these three rules, that's the only way you can die in this movie. That's not the only way you can die in this movie. But, but you can then, die in this movie because it's Halloween and fucking crazy right, shit goes then, down. Then what the fuck are we talking about here? You're trying to Why are there even rules there? You're trying to nail down a solid plot, like streamline, linear. I'm trying like, to nail down a thing, plot. And it's just. The plot is it's fucking Halloween in a town full of crazy shit. Can That's I all something? you need to know. I don't think it's any of this shit. I think it's just a fucking horror anthology. And this is the best way they tried to put these fucking four stories together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's, it, maybe it's not logical, but it's a fucking movie. I mean, that's what, that's what it's ex- extending your, your, your belief. Like you don't, not everything has to connect and be like, well, this doesn't make sense because this doesn't make sense, and this doesn't right, make sense because this thing. doesn't make sense. Then here's the point: Why would you even attempt to make the connections if you're not going to actually put a little little thought behind it? Now you're just kind of throwing ideas at a wall and be like, "Oh, I, that, that works. Let's shoot it." There have been they could have left it. I think this they is the absolutely it. the best that anybody's ever put an anthology together. Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. Tell me, me. which one's better. Tell me which one Creep connects. Show is way no better way. Than this. No, that's four short films connected by a, a comic book. That's all that is. This actually but the writing actually But anthology doesn't need to be connected. It, it just has to exist to the fact that fucking horrible things happen in the world and we're telling four separate stories. That's all you have to do. You don't have to have a connector. Well, thank where God we've already seen past. that a million times and that this one didn't actually try to do it a little differently. I'm super glad that they didn't get creative with this one. How many horror anthologies have there been in the past before this film? Lots of them. Lots tons of them. them. And, and you're telling me right now they all failed in some weird way because they didn't have some weird connection? No, what I'm saying is it doesn't have to be what you just described. It can be something different, which is exactly what okay, this film tried to do. if you're going to add that shit, at least do it in an effective way. I think this was as effective as it could have been for the time. Now we can go back and analyze Trick or Treat and all the things that are wrong with it and redo it. That's but- bullshit. You could have made a Candyman anthology where there are four people that accidentally said Candyman in front of a fucking mirror and got murdered, and you could have told that story. Okay. And that would have been almost the same exact concept as no, no, what no. we saw no, here. No, because there's one single rule. Don't say fucking Candyman in front of a mirror <laughs> three times. And then that would have been the rule. So you That's want, it. We're you done want here. You want it broken down to one simple rule in a Halloween town, in a town full of horrors. You just want to streamline it to three things that you do, and that just carries it out for the <clears> entire film. It's not okay to It's not okay to put extra things it, in there for the fun of a that, film. That, that's just the point, though. It's just looking for consistency. We, we are not the ones that are ejecting these rules into this film. The filmmaker injected these rules into the film and didn't even As follow them himself. As a part of the film, just a part of the film. You want to <laughs> nail it to the fucking cross, dude. I'm just like, trying to follow the rules the filmmaker created. <laughs> listen, listen. No. Or she doesn't follow. No, no, no. I agree with Kyle. Listen, and, and this is the reason why. Here's the thing with about creating a lore, right? Once you've created that lore, you have to follow the rules, right? Right? Okay, like Star Wars, Okay. If you're going to make a Jedi and you're going to say that, okay, with, with, with love and, and all these other things and these emotions, that creates the dark side, right? You have to follow that shit. You can't just like all of a sudden be like, well, except for this exception and this exception. Yes. And this, you can't do that. The thing is that they fulfilled their obligation to those rules that they set up, but they also gave you more stuff. I don't, That's what I, it comes no, down to. I think what me and Art Kyle are saying is that they don't fulfill that. Is that the, they they're absolutely fulfill it. You see that it. several times. All these rules come into play at some point in this movie. You can't deny it. 
It happens in the movie. You see every single thing they illustrate to you. But they also give you extra story to this. It doesn't all have to fit into the box that you want to put it in. I, I, I don't understand why... why. I don't understand why. Bro- yes, Chris. Wait, okay. Let the hate flow I'm through. I'm just you. saying, like you, it, it, it's it's you want to be so logical no. about it, and what? you want to nail it down to one like specific idea, but you're not. That's taking the complete enjoyment of everything else out of it because uh, you're so hooked on it. I, I I'm, that, just, but- I'm just saying, it's a poorly, it's a poorly written film. Yeah, I, I so disagree, I disagree with that 100. So yeah, so do I. I. I will say this, and this is what I wanted to talk about earlier. The dialogue is a little campy and shoddy that's not even the worst part of this film i don't know what you're talking about this this is this is an okay part no, I'm, I'm in agreement this is okay it's kind of corny no my problem is exactly what kyle's saying i don't understand why brian cox dies if these rules exist and i don't understand why the fuck he's not he's not killed by sam though so he he neither he, is a serial killer he's a victim no, of the circumstances yeah, a, in the yes. town so yep. in this town we call home. The random th- the, the <laughs> thing is that, is that the pumpkin kid may kill you or may not kill you based on if you break these rules. Yes. Because the three kids in the fucking gully don't die. The pumpkin kid, uh, 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 Sam doesn't kill those kids. But he's, he, he doesn't have to, again. No, he's just watching. The ghouls got to him before? He did just like the serial killer right, got to the Right, but now you're making a connection between the werewolf killing and the gully killing. In which case, then these kids broke the rules, but the serial killer didn't break the rules. He didn't do anything fucking no. wrong. But he's not killed by Sam. Neither neither of those people are killed by Sam. Yeah. They don't right. have to be. Those are the two stories that, break, that I feel like they didn't Sam, break Sam's, any rules. Pre- Sam's presence was like, it just didn't feel natural to me because it just didn't make any sense like when the werewolves are like going through their which by the way great special effects when they're shredding off their skin i thought that was that was really super cool but like when they're going to town eating feeding on all these corpses it's just sam just kind of sitting on a log staring and then when the kids die in the gully it's sam just staring at them and it's like it's just those two those those two just are the ones i feel like he just doesn't naturally fit in the existence of that. It's Sam and and uh Rhonda I, know, I I know that she's there, but I'm saying crossing paths and it seems like there is some sort of an understanding there. I don't know what it was, but it but felt like there was. If there was an understanding, she's blind. She it would be see him nice anyway. to know if the <laughs> understanding was the fact that he broke a fucking rule. And that Sam was just like, "Hey, thanks for doing my job for me." Yeah. Like that's the part like I, I feel like you establish. That's where I'm saying, like Sam is uh, brings these supernatural things out on this time, uh, this time of the year when these things happen, is because the these don't they didn't happen years before this. The bus has been there for thirty years. These things didn't happen until Sam came to town. Now the the principle, yes, that that did happen because this was passed down from generation to generation. But the supernatural elements that happen in this film, the werewolves. And that stuff, I don't think regularly happened in this town. I don't know, but I I think with the werewolf story, they were obviously planning this. This is all already orchestrated before Sam even got to town. And the serial killer has been doing this before. This is not his first night out. Right. Right. Guy's been killing people for years. Since he was probably six, like his son. Yes. Carving up heads. I'm just... Okay, let's continue. (laughs) I can't deal with this anymore. Yeah. So let's take a break, and maybe we'll get through the rest of this film. It happened 30 years ago, on a late Halloween afternoon. 
a school bus was on its usual route. But this wasn't your typical school bus. And they weren't your typical kids. And we're back. We're talking about Trick or Treat. Came out in 2007. Chris's pick. Um, we've been a little bit all over the place with the stories. Uh, I will ask you guys, what is your favorite story in this film? Chris? Hmm. Um, for me, it's probably the kid's story. Just because I... Wait, which one? The the school bus massacre? In the this, the go, yeah the 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 rock quarry okay. yeah. uh, intertwined with the the flashback of the kid on kids on the school bus story, I like that. I like that the town has a legend of some terrible tragedy that happened, and it also has a very Goonies vibe, and I think they captured it. You know, I will agree with you. That is my favorite story too, and I love the character of Rhonda. Yeah, I'll 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 actually agree with both of you. That was my that was my favorite story. Um, like the only. I think the only issue that I have with that, and it's an issue that kind of permeates through the rest of the film, is that I was really loving the kid's story because of that Goonies vibe. It totally had it. I was like, fuck yeah, this is, these are like kids out doing kind of fun adventure shit in Halloween. But as soon as they get to the quarry, she like just turned, she, her, her character just immediately kind of turns into like kind of this domineering bit of a bitch. Which I get it now. In in hindsight, she's trying to play a prank, but it like it threw me it threw me off a little bit. And then like the character of Rhonda, like it, is she autistic? Is that she's thing? an idiot savant? Huh. So they say. So she, yeah, she's got kind of like she's a, socially awkward. Yeah. Well, it just didn't. And it, 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 it savant didn't, is something more extreme than. Well, that's what that's what they call her, but I think well, that's what actually what Macy I believe calls her, and then right. uh, the the boy corrects her and says, you know, basically she's just socially awkward, mm-hmm. like. She's definitely bitchy throughout the whole thing, especially when it focuses on the kid's story. When they're just collecting pumpkins, yeah, I can see not so much. But when it focuses on the kid's story, you pick up right away that it's very like it's probably one of my favorite stories too because it's got a very goosebumps like vibe to it in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, hey, let's go, let's go play a prank on the socially awkward girl. Uh, I'm jealous of this relationship and people being nice to her. They should be nice to me because I'm pretty. And, uh, you know, then the kids get their comeuppance in the end. Like, and the uh, girl that you thought was, um, you know, a, a victim is now, you know, the... the Victor. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it just didn't... It, I don't know. The character of Rana, like, her, that, that her... Her her character actions, I guess I would say, like, towards the towards the end of that story just didn't... I don't know. It just didn't seem like something that that character would do, like let leave them all to die because of the way that she because of the way that she was acting throughout the rest of the film, which which I mean, I don't know, idiot savant or whatever, but she definitely didn't feel like she was the she was like the 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 type to even know that what she's doing is murdering them and she's okay with it. Is that does that make sense? Yeah, but can you can you can you zero that in better for me? I feel I feel like she knew. Uh, and and to note, um, I also this was my favorite part of the film as well. Yeah. this is my favorite scene in the film is because I, I think because it does give that backstory, gives us a little understanding about what's going on. It's rooted in, in an actual rule that makes sense to me, right? Like they showed up in a gully, man. Like these where these kids, these haunted kids. Rome and and they'll kill you if you if you show up in this area, right? But um agreed. Yeah, this this girl as as much as she's uh, uh this cruel prank has been played on her 
right? Like yeah. she didn't come off as the type of person that would just like like hold that. It's her carry moment. It's her moment. It's her carry moment. Okay, and 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 I think this is gonna lead into what mean mean Kyle. Mean Kyle. Before we 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 had the show, we we were talking about uh, one thing that we also kind of had an issue with this film is that every everybody that dies in this film, with an exception of the couple, maybe at the beginning, right? Like. It does this weird thing where it's like everybody who dies in this film kind of has a justifiable reason to die, which I feel like kind of tears away the fear. Yeah. If I, if I I'd know, agree with that. Yeah. They all deserve to die. Like almost to some extent, they all mm-hmm. make in this film. There's a justification to kill these people, right? Yeah. Like the serial killer definitely deserves to die because he's killing people, right? Yeah. And then you have the this asshole kid that's smashing pumpkins and stealing candy. He deserves kind of to die. And then you have these kids who play this cruel prank on this girl, and they deserve to die. And then they and then. Like it just keeps going on and on and on. The only person I can think of is, is the young woman at the beginning, the the couple, who I mean, like I mean, I guess you can say she broke the Halloween rule, right? She was not having fun on Halloween, which in a movie That's not really like a no, but like in a in a movie about Halloween, like that you know is going to be a horror movie, and it's kind of tra- trying to capture that fun spirit of Halloween in a horror movie. You know you're going to be kind of cheering for the deaths in this. That's film. that's what I was going to say. Is like they went for the fun aspect. They made it okay for you to want these characters yes. to die, rather than being like, "Oh man, I'm really bummed out about it." Because they don't want you to be bummed out on this movie. They uh, want you to have honestly. A- like I was totally. Uh, every time I've seen this film, I'm bummed out by this girl dying, because I'm like, the fuck cares if she doesn't like Halloween? Like she didn't kill a bunch of kids in a fucking bus. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like that's a totally different situation, right? Every other she's every, not an asshole. Every, every other death is definitely seems more justified than hers. Yeah, yeah. I'm always bummed out by that. But I, to, for me, to, I I want to get back kind of what I was getting at. I guess I could find a way to simplify it. It's just like one of my my core issues, I guess, with that with the movie was that there. I feel like this movie is a victim of of too many twists. Yeah, twists. It was always a twist. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, Principal's actually a serial killer. Like, Principal's not going to kill his kid. He's actually going to help the kid carve a head. Like, the principal's the vampire. Oh my the god, girl's is red, a werewolf. Yeah, is Red White is Red Riding Hood really the fucking wolf? Oh my god, the old crony man was actually the bus driver. There's just a lot of these like the, the little little character twists, like reveals. Yeah, and it just it just. It was just, it was almost too much. I was just like, come on, can you get, get like a better way to do this? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like. I'll agree. It was, it was very heavy handed. Yes. It was very heavy handed in laying down the fact that this, this Red Riding Hood was a wolf. I mean, there's tons of like dialogue that alludes to that. Um, like, and, 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 and yeah, a lot. That's why I say I have a kind of a problem with the dialogue mm-hmm. in this film is because okay. it almost spoon feeds you exactly what you need to know about the twist or the reveal. Mm-hmm. And even even as like a first time viewer, like I could call that shit out, you know, just be, based on what they were saying. So, well, you, you got to figure um, that this is four stories too. So that's maybe why you have a lot of twists because um, if you're following probably the greatest writer of our time. R.L. Stein, you will know that the story has <laughs> the story has three parts, and that's the beginning, the middle, and the twist. <laughs> but that's that, and every story's got one. But that's, that's, yeah. yeah, I mean, like, kind of. But 
I, I, just felt, it, it felt like, it felt like four M Night Shyamalan movies like yes. crammed into one. <laughs> it, it was too much. It was too heavy handed. Dude, that's so twist. funny because I took it as like four. Four like Goosebumps stories rolled into one. I was like, oh, this I, is know, awesome. I didn't read a lot of Goosebumps as a kid. That was my that was my older brother. I, I will agree with you on that one, Cody. I do feel like this. There, this. Uh, I mean, I don't know if if uh, it's more of a Fear Street. It's a little more, you know, it's a little more risque. <laughs> it's more of a Fear. <laughs> I feel like there it's was more a lot of a Hardy Boys. Uh, a Goosebumps influence would not be far fetched. No, not not in at describing all. this film. I would agree with that hundred percent. Do you guys have a favorite kill? Hmm. Now that I'm thinking about it, there's not really like really brutal kills in this film. I would have to say my favorite though is is uh the werewolf stuff like that was just the transformations were just cool. That's not yeah, a but kill, that's not The kill happens at the end and the way the fucking the way the principal's body just flies into that scene and just crashes like into the ground was You mean when you're saying the tree before he dies? What's that? Before he dies? Yeah, when they like just throw his body in the you know, circle now of that bodies. You know, I think about it, is it. Does anybody in this film actually die on screen? That's the thing is, there's not really very many iconic kills there's, there's in this not movie. Nothing. Like, but like the one who dies on screen, but you can't see it is Emma in the beginning. She gets her her throat slit, and you just see the uh, blood it's, squirt. Uh, it's against underneath the, the yeah, you're the right. It's underneath the sheet. Yeah, you're right. Actually, you don't actually see any real. That's not really a. That's why really gory movie. pretty creatively cut, like so that you don't yeah. you feel like maybe you saw it, mm. but you didn't. Uh, one thing I will comment on your your kill though is that that whole dance sequence that they did before, you know, to sweet dreams for Christ's sakes, like that song should not have been used in that thank scene. Thank you. That song, uh, that, yeah. that, I actually, thought you were going to praise it. I, no. I was like, look, thank no. you so I'm much. I'm actually glad he said it too because I agree. Oh that, my God. That, that is... I think ruined that scene for me. Totally Dude, did. I, I, that took that movie from 2007 to 2001. Yeah. <laughs> and that yeah. scene was so fucking, fa- I, like I said earlier, goddamn, special effects were just Same so pe- fucking good. They're just pulling off like yeah. these the fucking skin and it's like it's like bunching up and like curdling up into rolls as it comes off there. It looks so good. And then yeah, that music starts in sweet dreams. It just didn't just like, fit uh, anywhere in this movie because uh, this movie was all scored. This is like, like this is no like no pop music really yeah. at all in this. Like and then suddenly this song fucking. We just had this in. issue. Iron Maiden popping up in Phenomenon. Right. Exactly. One necessary. It's like why did you do that? <laughs> no, I agree. I I thought it was like I was like God. Damn it! Because yeah, this is getting yeah. some play out of that song. I will say that this, the 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 <laughs> I enjoyed the score of this film like a lot, and then it did feel like very out of place as far yeah. as that playing. And it was like, I was like, Ugh. I mean, I think it would be yeah, I think it would be like I, I don't know what they were going for. This is a problem. Like I don't know the tone they were going for in that scene. Were they were they trying to just make it feel sexy. more like a strip, like a strip tease thing yeah, that's happening? I think it was like to be more like sexy. And that's what I was saying. Why this was made for the fucking preteens. That scene alone right there. That and how about the teacher with the orgy going on around in the background? Yeah, that's more funny. Though. That shit was that hilarious. Was a, yeah, <laughs> that was funny. It's like, a Kids, like looking in. But you turn, you find out that that's one of the werewolves. I mean, no, no, no. The no, teacher that, is. No, I think the, te- no, the, the teacher. No, the, the person wearing the hot dog costume is just a victim. Uh, is a victim of the werewolves. But I you don't think that, that 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 he's fucking a werewolf in the ass is what they, those kids were saying. No, I thought. I think that I, I thought, thought that, that there was like one of those girls actually found their way into that party. Oh no! I didn't. I didn't get that. They were luring this guy. I thought the lady that answered the door was also a werewolf. No, I didn't. I didn't think that. I I thought that was her wife. That was his wife. I thought that was just a poorly dressed woman for Halloween. (laughs) 
address cat. I, I took it as they were <laughs> Too much swingers. Mesh. They were swingers. Yeah, and they I took invited it as a, swinger a girl party. over and that this werewolf girl was one of the people that it was the one they un, un, unfortunately happened to find oh. and that she dragged this hot dog guy. I don't know. That's why you saw the body. I didn't get any of that, but... You know, good. good well, what, good. why? Why is the hot dog body at the at the at the? Well, maybe the he got maybe 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 he got maybe, maybe he he's got, having a good night, Mike. Yeah, maybe he got tired of that orgy and said, "You know what? I'm gonna hit this other orgy." Yeah, <laughs> throwing that. Hot I got three dog orgies tonight. <laughs> Unfortunately, number two turned out to be a werewolf orgy. Right, so you didn't it, get number three. It certainly could have been. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's, it, you know, good, but good on him. Good on him. Good on you know, him. He's just he's doing good. Good on him. He was he's doing good up to that point. What happened to the baby guy? They just like sleep. They just leave that guy totally alone. Yeah. How about how about typecasting for that gentleman? <laughs> <laughs> He's a grown man baby kind of. Uh, actually, you know, he did play the grown man baby in Thirteen Ghosts. There you go. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So yep. you're right. Oh, that's Side so cool. Cast, no I wish shit. I, I wish I like remembered that movie at all. Yeah, me too. I, I could connect the I'm dots. S- I'm still trying to forget what little I remember. Yeah. Well, I think there was goggles in that, right? <laughs> the goggles in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love the technical in this film. Can like, I tell you, I was about mm, to talk about I, the town. Mm, yeah, I fucking love the way this, this set town. design. Dude. Yes, set designs on point. Yes. I thought costuming was on point Agreed. for the most part. Lighting, I mean, camera work is pretty Hollywood. I mean, it's you know music. You, you lose me. You, the the one thing the technical that you lose me on is goddamn. Can I tell this was shot on fucking video or digital or really? early days of digital because. It just has that. It almost has that made-for-TV kind of. I like, did not look. get that. I didn't but feel it. I, wa- I want to give some. Credit. You know, that like almost everything almost had a softness to it. Like nothing ever felt full, truly like sharp. I don't mm. know if I agree with that. Uh, yeah. I, w- I will say one thing that I'm I'm surprised you're not uh, praising is is the fact that the the pumpkin kid at the end all practical and it. Yeah. What is it that? Worked like really a, well. Like like a. Animatronic thing? I don't know, man, that... but I, I can what tell you, you mean, right which now. One? The face, his face, his like face? the close up of his the movie. Oh, and it was, it was puppeteered. The arm yeah. coming back on, like all of that, I thought it was solid as fuck. So like, did I. I. It was pretty solid. Creature oh, design I, I, is actually... I, didn't, I didn't say I didn't like it. Oh, no, no. I, but normally, but like, I was just wanting to I will ma- say, point it, out that I just thought, and maybe, you know what? I, I mean, I streamed this off of Amazon, so maybe just the stream came across. Like it didn't, maybe it didn't come across full HD, even though I paid for HD. Fuck you, Amazon. <laughs> but it just seriously, it, it, it just, it, it definitely looked like an early 2000s, like one of the earlier lower budget films to be shot on like, on like digital. I actually was, was happy that it did not look like early 2000s. I felt like it did have a very cinematic look to it. As yeah. far as I mean, I camera agree. movements, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Lighting, I'll agree with that. I just feel like, Overall, the the I'm just talking about like just just the general like almost texture of the film like it wasn't there. It was almost too it was almost too like soft or something. Can I talk about something I I really was glaringly obvious and I hated? Yeah. Okay. So when Sam is attacking what's his name Krieg? Yeah. Uh, at the end, and he's crawling up that wall and he jumps down onto his back. You can tell that's a full size dude on his back. Like like his his oh, height yeah. changes so drastically between each shot. Even the shot when uh, when the principal is looking over and he's cr- screaming to him, and then he gets tackled against the wall. It like it looks like a full size man tackles yeah. him down. I'm just like yeah, that. Wait, that was the little boy. <laughs> particularly looked like a grown ass man. Number, in yeah. costume. number one, it was it was a woman. Oh, okay. And it was a grown ass person. How about yeah. that? It yeah. was it was a it was a stunt woman and the rest of the stuff, yeah, all the stunts was a stunt woman, everything else was an actual little kid. 
Okay, yeah. cool. So yes, you're 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 absolutely right. So on all the scenes, it looks ridiculous because thing. it's a grown ass fucking human being. I like what they did though kid. with like you know where he's looking out and like in the background out of focus, you see Sam's head pop down like under the staircase, mm-hmm. and then he like crawls up the wall. I thought that was kind of cool. Maybe that a shot that shot was creepy. I thought yeah. that shot was creepy when I cut to the to like the wide shot. Yeah, it looked a little. The effect was a little more apparent i guess i yeah. would say i could see some like hints of like other horror movie type things like or like some scenes from other horror vibe movies. there exorcist vibe and then also like the close-up of sam what when his you're seeing all of his like facial movements i got a very chucky vibe on that well i think like uh, that fire in the sky can look just like the aliens from, from what fire i understand like that scene when he's his hands like running around and then reattaches is a, like a throw up to the thing um, and the line that you Oh, I, I totally took Evil Dead 2 out Evil of that Dead one. Evil Dead 2, yeah. Well, the line is, you gotta be fucking kidding me. And I think that's a that's line, true. yeah, from the you thing. You gotta be, yeah, when the head, when uh, Norris's <laughs> head pops up and just wa- starts yeah. walking away. I got it. <laughs> so, what a great line. Yeah. What do you say we rate this Mammer Jammer? Let's do it. Cool, we're writing it. I wanna rate it Sam Suckers. Sam Suckers. The fuck is that? The yeah. sucker that he uses as a weapon. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. You yeah. just call it sucker. Lollipops. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> no, nope. Sam Suckers. Sam Sucker. No, he already said Sam Suckers. <sighs> We're going with it. Jesus Christ. All right. Let's start off with Kyle. Kyle, how many Sam Suckers are oh, you going to give? Starting with treat, me. Our treat. So, <clears throat> anthology film. Loosely brought, like brought together by a central character. I mean, the the, the anthology film on top of my head, I can think of most closely identifies with this is probably heavy metal because it it has that same kind of central character. But that one, it does a better job, I feel like, of showing how this character has affected multiple people through multiple generations through space and time, whatever. Um, for a Halloween movie, like it captures the spirit. I feel like of Halloween, it might not be in my mind written as well as I would have liked or stuck to the lore as much as it should have. If it's going to establish a lore, I feel like you kind of have to stick to it a little bit better than they did in this movie. Um, but of all the scenes, I mean, the only one that I really didn't care for a whole lot was probably all the, the scenes with the principal. I just kind of was like bored with through, through that. It was almost too slapsticky or not enough slapsticky. It was like right in the middle and it didn't, make me laugh a bunch or feel kind of ex- eh, excited for the fact that he's kind of a killer and he's doing something crazy. You know what I mean? Like that, that you want to get out of a horror movie. So um, other than that, like, you know, I thought the other scenes were, 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 were put together fairly well. The kid's story is fan fucking tastic. I think uh, other than just the character at the end. Um, yeah. I'm going to give it like a two and a half middle of the road movie. I mean, it's, it's not fucking amazing, but it's a good Halloween movie in terms of capturing the spirit, and I can't knock it for that. So, yeah, two and two point five Sam suckers. Is that right? Am I saying that right? Yeah, say it. Say it one more time. Sam suckers. Okay, cool. Okay, I'll go next. I, uh, I, man, I really enjoy this movie like a lot. I had not. This is my first time seeing it, um, and this reminded me and made me excited, like, because it reminded me of being a kid, like on Halloween night, like just that feeling of excitement of like anything spooky, anything scary can happen. Like, you know what I mean? And just, I don't know. I, I, I felt like this, the, 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 the spirit of Halloween through this film. Um, I had a great time with it. I would recommend this to anyone for a Halloween pick, like to throw on at like a party and stuff like that. I think this is 
a a great movie. Um, man, I'm gonna give this four point five Sam Suckers for me. This is gonna this too is, high. This is now on my list. This is now on my list of Halloween films that I will have to watch every October. Mike, so uh, mirroring what you said, Cody, uh, I I for the reason that you gave it a high rating, I'm gonna give it a low rating because um, I feel like when it comes to horror anthologies, one of the big things that that makes them scary to me is that anthologies kind of like communicate the fact that horror can happen anywhere. Like no matter where you are in the world, no matter what's going on, like these terrible, weird uh, incidents occur that, that could, that it could be you tomorrow. Maybe you're going to a lake or maybe you're going to the beach or maybe you're going to a haunted uh, house or whatever. Like these things happen. Right. And that's what makes it scary that anywhere you could go, like some weird metaphysical, physical situation could happen and it could kill you, right? Hmm. This film, like, it it makes it it steps in a huge quagmire by trying to create some weird like plot or theme that like tries to centralize itself into one area. Which almost kinda in a weird way I hate to say it, like kinda almost makes it not an anthology. Because now it's just the tale of one town yeah. where some shit happens. And and if I avoid this town, I'm good to go, right? Hmm. And then on top of that, it, like, but I will give it a little bit higher rating than I was going to originally give it because I do think this is a great holiday film. And I and I in you know what like does it capture the feeling of Halloween? Yes. Is it a little more? I mean, with the exception of the weird porn that happens at the beginning, is it a little <laughs> bit more kid friendly? I would say yes. Like, there's not a lot of gory deaths by any means. Um, it's good, clean fun. I like that. And it kind of hits all the points of a, of a horror film that I would want, you know? I mean, it, it's somewhat inventive. Uh, I'm going to give it a three. Like, but I, I can't go any higher than that. I think it's, it's, it's below a creep show. It's below a Twilight Zone movie. It's below even a Tale from the Dark Side. It's below a lot of the anthologies that I've seen. Tales from the Hood? Yeah, even the tells from the hood well, because at least wrong. that had some kind of like like social commentary to it to some extent. But I mean, this one doesn't really. It's just fun. It's just a fun horror film with not a lot to it. Um, okay, I I, I immediately want to take the word anthology out of my brain when I think about this movie because yeah, it is like described as an anthology, but it's it it goes so far away from like what we're used to seeing as an anthology. As far as, you know, like it not being four distinct stories that are kind of bookended. This one is just more like a, 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 a like one story about a town and all the things that happen within it. And yes, there's different stories that happen. But I think they do a really great job of like weaving them together. Maybe they had didn't hit every single point to, you know, make it make sense. But, um, you know... I can take my brain out of that and just have fun with it because it captures the spirit of Halloween so well. And they hit so many things that make you feel like a kid again, that make you want, like go, oh man, yeah, I know there's a bunch of terrible shit happening in this town, but I kind of wish I lived in this town at Halloween. Um, you know, it was, it, it, the, the, the set design, like the artistic design of this whole film is really well done and detailed. Um, I really enjoyed most of the characters. My least favorite story was the werewolf story. Um, I think that was just a lot of the girl waiting around to find a guy. And then you get this kind of cool transformation scene at the end. Um, I wouldn't take it out, but it was my least favorite. Um, as far as 
this film goes for watching it on Halloween. I think it's a perfect film to watch on Halloween. It's even one you could throw on in the background, um, you know, and just kind of pay attention to it for the visuals because it just looks like a place you want to go. Um, I'm giving this movie a 4.5. Um, I'm knocking it down because I do think the dialogue is a little heavy handed. And, uh, yeah, for that werewolf scene, that's kind of like, you know, that, that song sort of ruins that for me. Um, but other than that, like, I think it's great. One thing I will say though, is, um, a lot of people are really obsessed with the Sam character. And while I do think he's an okay character for this film, like, I don't really know what the major appeal is to his character. People are starting to say, oh, he's got this, you know, this clout in such a short amount of time, kind of like a Freddy or a Jason or a Chucky. And it's like, but he's only been in one film. It's just this film. Um, and I just think he doesn't really do it for me like maybe people who are big fans of this film. He's the most interesting part of this film. Oh, hold like, on a because second. Everybody else hold on a second, bullshit. Mike. I'm gonna hug you for saying that because thank fucking God someone someone agrees with me. I do not get it either. I do not get the mass appeal and why he's got the same amount of amount of almost quote unquote street cred as like a a Michael or a Freddy or a Jason. I just don't get it. But wait, wait, wait. But what I'm saying is, I agree with both you guys. Like, I don't, I don't think he's a particularly interesting character in any way. But who's more interesting than him? What do you mean? In this film, who's more interesting of a, of a horror figure? I mean, the werewolves, the well, the, the fucking serial. Uh, no, killer? I get Who it. Is? He's he's what you would latch on to as like the staple of this film. But, but but he's saying it's taken on a life of its of its own. Yeah, outside are, of the film, which to me doesn't make any sense. That's what I'm saying. I, I agree. Stuff I agree. And, yeah. I, I I don't see him as having the same amount of of mem- uh, uh, of uh, like remembrance of like a Jason or a, or even a leprechaun. He's not even in a lot of this movie, honestly. He, yeah, kind of shows up really. at the, he shows up at the end of each segment and then he's got his own segment at the end. Right. But, you know, and like one thing is about this is like they, they take his mask off immediately. They don't mm-hmm. waste any fucking time to show you what he looks like under there. He's right. a fucking pumpkin kid. <laughs> Let's just be honest. I mean, he's now. The, he's the son of, son of Pumpkinhead. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. Thanks for joining us. Uh, you can follow us on social media at cultfilm underscore review uh, on uh, Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow us on Facebook. Don't forget to check out our live show November 24th here in Phoenix at the Phoenix Film Bar. Tickets are in just nine bucks. You can pick them up at the website, the Phoenix or the Film Bar, PHX.com. Live, live, live. <laughs> so it will be showing Troll 2. Go check that out. Uh, you can follow Kyle. Ah! You can follow me on Instagram at ColtFilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris <laughs> at ColtFilm underscore Chris on Instagram. You can follow Mike at Mike's Loose Joe on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram. That's our show. Remember, if you're going to join the cult, just make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time.